Capitals will bring it ahead now, left side. Carried in by Alex Ovechkin. Steered in behind the Florida net. And then hit along the back glass in front. McMichael, he scores! Connor McMichael puts it in. That's his first National Hockey League goal. And it ties this game at four. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals rally, but fall in overtime to the Panthers. The goaltending carousel in South Florida, and Anthony Mantha injured in the loss. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, November 5th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals rallied from three goals down to force overtime last night in Sunrise, Florida. But again, could not solve three-on-three overtime and a 5-4 loss to the Panthers. Man, they get a point for their efforts. The only one, as it turns out, on a two-game swing down south. Capitals now have lost four games in overtime already this season. No team in the NHL has more than two. It is a bit of a disturbing trend that as good as the comeback was last night, and it was, and we'll get to that, but the Caps are leaving points on the table here early. That's four that got away from them. Yeah, starting to get a a little alarming four instances in which they've gone to overtime and 0 for 4 in those games and a common theme, at least over the past few games, thinking back to an OT loss at home to the Detroit Red Wings. And then last night in Florida, you don't gain possession early in the OT, you know, right off the opening faceoff. And last night in Florida, literally for nearly two minutes, you're chasing the play, you're chasing the puck, you're trying to regain possession, you're trying to get possession for the first time in OT, and they were unable to do so. You're caught out on the ice for a lengthy shift. It's fatigued, it's tired to play defense for that long with so much open ice chasing the play, and the Florida Panthers were ultimately able to take advantage. The Red Wings did the same thing last week. So it's unfortunate for the Capitals, because you'd think if they get the puck, they have weapons of their own that they could potentially take advantage of, but just haven't been able to the last few times they've gone to OT. And now you can make it a big 0 for 0 for 4 when it comes to three on three overtime for the Caps. Yeah, they never touch the puck. Let's talk about something fun here. We've got plenty to unpack from last night, but the best thing of the night for me was Connor McMichael. We had him on the show earlier this week and the confidence that was growing with every passing game. And he told us about that. And here last night in Sunrise, he ends up getting his first NHL goal from Alex Ovechkin tying a game on the road in the third period. His mom liked our tweet, Ben, by the way, when we sent out the goal clip, so that made me happy. This was a great moment for the McMichael family. This was a great moment for Connor. This was a great team moment, and it's a shame it didn't come with two points attached to it, but I really liked seeing Connor finally break through last night. Yeah, well-deserved for the kid. We've been saying for weeks here on the show and you and Ken during the broadcast that he's been buzzing, he's been hovering around the net, he's had opportunities and just... Hasn't been able to cash in, but we figured it was only a matter of time. And what I liked about it too, John, a couple of things. Number one, a big goal at a big moment to tie the game, to help the Capitals overcome that three-goal deficit. It was a big goal early in the third period, was significant in terms of the game situation. So good on him to come up with a big goal. And the other thing I liked about it was where he scored it from. And he's a sniper, Connor McMichael. He could score off the rush. He could shoot off the rush. But I like this. It's a little bit of a broken play, a little bit of a bouncing puck atop the crease in front of the goal. But there he was, high traffic area, and able to put it in 
from in close, which is something I've noticed with Connor McMichael. He hovers, he, he hangs around the net, go to the net, good things happen, and rewarded in this instance with Ovechkin picking up the assist. So a nice story for Connor McMichael to tell one day that Alex Ovechkin had the assist on his first career NHL tally. First of many, hopefully for Connor McMichael. Way to go, kid. Yeah, exactly. And let's get to Alex Ovechkin because he gets a goal last night, 740 of his NHL career. And now with two games at home, Philadelphia tomorrow, Buffalo Monday, a chance to tie and move past Brett Hall in front of the home folks for fourth all time. But even more than that, last night, he brought this team back into the fight. And I think that was what captains do and what he does. Three-point effort on a goal and two assists. Yeah, he gets the assist on the McMichael. He gets the another assist late in the second period. He got a goal that got it all started. They got a point last night. I firmly believe nobody did more to get that team back into it last night than Alex Ovechkin did. Yeah, certainly pulled them in the fight. And the big, big goal coming there late in the second period to get the comeback started. His league-leading 10th, 740 of his career and double shifting as well. That's what he was doing out there in the first place with McMichael and, and Brett Leeson of all line combinations there in the third period. Granted, the Capitals were short a man with Anthony Mantha having left the game due to injury, but Ovechkin saw plenty of time, made the most of it, pulled the team back into the fight, game high six shots on goal, eight attempts, and typical Alex Ovechkin there finishing ho-hum with a goal and three points. So good on Ovechkin helping the team rally and mount that, that three-goal comeback. So what happened with the Caps goalies last night? I mean, listen, for goalies on both sides, Sergei Bobrovsky leaves the game after the first period and Spencer Knight comes in, ends up getting the win. He still hasn't lost a game in regulation in his career dating back to last year. So we talked about their goaltending tandem. They needed both of them last night. They got the goaltending they needed to win. So Elias Samsonov supposed to start the game. He doesn't. And then Vitek Vanacek comes in for the first couple of minutes because the game's starting, and then there's a switch two minutes in, and then Samsonov is pulled from what Peter Laviolette said after the game was a coach's decision. He didn't like the third goal. Maybe he didn't like the first goal, but in any event, Ilya Samsonov, this was a tough night in a lot of ways. Peter Laviolette said after the game that he didn't start the game because he, he needed a minute and then came out and played after the first couple of minutes. I also need a minute sometimes in the mornings, usually not in the evenings, and I think that's where we'll leave it with that. Usually after a couple of TMI, John, TMI. I'm just, we're, we're calling it what it is. They didn't want to say it. We're saying it, whatever. It's more than anyone needed to hear. But he comes in, and the performance was not great either. And I guess now we have this issue where you've got Vitek Vanacek, who ends up taking a loss in which he didn't expect to play and came in and out twice, Elia doesn't start, comes in, and the coach obviously didn't like his performance last night. So this was not a great game if you're a Caps goaltender, and now these guys are in the need for a little bit of a reset as they come home for two games with Philadelphia starting tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how Ilya Samsonov responds the next time he gets the opportunity, whether it's as soon as Saturday, tomorrow night against Philadelphia, or next Monday against the Buffalo Sabres, or perhaps even a little further down the line because they needed better from Ilya Samsonov last night in Florida. Early on in the first period, we knew this was going to be a tough challenge in Florida. Juicy rebound given up three minutes plus into the game, and the, the Panthers are able to cash in the Barkov goal to make it one nothing. And then later, you, you reference the third goal, ultimately the last straw there, the, the Brandon Montour goal 
thought it was an innocent looking shot and makes its way past Samsonov and Peter Laviolette evidently felt the same and wanted to spark the team and brings in Vanacek in relief. But you look at the goaltending here, John, and you think back to Monday in Tampa Bay, I realized Andre Vasilevsky, that's a high bar. That's a Vesna trophy winner, but keep in mind, he won that game for Tampa Bay. And I thought last night in the first period, Sergei Bobrovsky was terrific for Florida, literally stopped all 14 shots he faced. And I'm waiting to see, and hopefully it comes, whether it's Vanacek or Samsonov, a goalie for the Capitals to really steal a game, to really bail out the team over an extended period of time. Great goaltenders, undisputed number one goaltenders in the league do that from time to time. And the Capitals have been able to outscore some issues over the past two seasons. Ultimately, that's the luxury. Ultimately, a goaltender has to emerge, has to carry the team for a couple of periods, a game, whatever it might be, and especially going into some of these tough road environments against high offensively gifted teams like Tampa Bay and Florida when there are defensive breakdowns. A goaltender has to step up, bail him out. Still looking forward to seeing that between either Samsonov or Vanacek at some point, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. I could not agree with you more. And we said from the beginning of the year, these are two young goaltenders and you're going to have to live with some of the inexperience that maybe other guys have, but you need a goaltender to be great. These guys have been good, but they haven't reached great yet. They weren't great last night, either one of them. And now you lose a game in Florida, you get one point out of four. And that's a great comparison. You need an Andre Vasilevsky moment. You need what Braden Holtby was, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. to this team in 2018. You need what Matt Murray was to the Penguins. If you fancy yourself a Stanley Cup contender, you better have the goaltender or you're not what you think you are. And I think that's where this team is in November. And this is what we're about to find out with this team. This is where the rubber meets the road. There are no Arizonas coming up anytime soon, or even Detroit, who I thought was better anyway than I thought they were going to be. You're facing Tampa you're getting Florida three times this month you're going to get Carolina for the first time you're going to need that goaltending because I think by the time you get through this month if you don't you're going to be looking up at a lot of them and I think that's where this team is right now you've got to be able to get that one of them I don't care who it is but you got to get somebody to that next level Elia wasn't it last night and I think VTech has been closer to that but good not great we need great sometimes when you need it to your point yeah, and I agree with you. Vanacek has shown flashes going back to the start of the season, and, and they're still going to need both over the course of these next few weeks, given the condensed nature of the schedules. They'll, they'll both have opportunity, and here's hoping that one, if not both of them, takes advantage of that opportunity and come December when the game's spread out a little bit more. You know, maybe you do lean on one a little bit more heavily, but the opportunity is there. They're both going to see playing time here in November. We'll see who, who makes the most of that opportunity here in the coming weeks. Last thing before we go, good on Tom Wilson getting his first goal last night, a tip of a John Carlson shot, final minute of the second period. It was a long time coming. He also had been knocking on the door quite a bit. Good to see number 43 break through, get goal number one last night. Yeah, not unlike McMichael. He had been buzzing. He had had opportunities, and it was only a matter of time before Wilson got one. So good on him to get that monkey off his back and redirect the John Carlson shot on a night when – Tom Wilson was leaned on pretty heavily, skated north of 25 minutes, a season-high 25-17 of ice time for Tom Wilson and doing some heavy lifting again with Anthony Mantha having left the game as well midway through the second period with an upper body injury. So we'll see the status of Mantha moving forward here, but already minus TJ Oshie, if Mantha, we'll see what happens here, but if he is to miss some time, again, could be even more on the shoulders of Tom Wilson here moving forward. 
Mantha injured last night, and we'll find out more as we get into tomorrow, the game with the Philadelphia Flyers, if he's able to go. But that's a lot of pieces. No Backstrom, no Oshie, and and now potentially no Mantha. We'll see what happens. Uh, Last thing real quick, Ben, Flyers. Uh, This is a rebuilt team on the back end, two points behind the Capitals as we get going here. Uh, This is a rebuilt defense that they have. This is a better team, I think, than we saw last year out of them. If they get the goaltending, they have the same maybe goaltending questions the Capitals do. They think Carter Hart is the guy. Last year he wasn't. Two years ago he was. We'll see. But a first look at a Philadelphia team that is rebuilt and see how they match up against the Caps tomorrow night. Yeah, pretty strong start to the season for Philadelphia. Entering last night's game in Pittsburgh, they were top 10 offensively, top 10 defensively. And to your point, the defensive improvements, they changed personnel on the back end significantly. But that was the, the mantra in Philadelphia. They feel that part of the reason they missed the playoffs last year was because of subpar goaltending and subpar play defensively. They were among the worst defensive teams in the league last year. Much different story. Story, albeit in a small sample size, nine, 10 games into the year, but they're playing well out of the gate and should be another tough challenge that awaits the Capitals coming up on tomorrow night. Looking forward to it with the Flyers in town. Caps and Flyers tomorrow at 7, 645 Network Airtime. Ben, have yourself a great weekend. Happy weekend, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.